Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. What's up? It's the publisher here, Mr. Kelly Cole, and you're rocking with MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. We interrupt this regular scheduled program to bring you some breaking news from none other than Manscaped. Listen, right now, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement and the news you've been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are going to be one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news with you. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. It's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MTMV at Manscaped.com. And you heard it right. That's worldwide shipping. So for our fans in India, for our fans in Germany, for our, our fans in Spain, for our fans all over the world, and I know you're out there and I I know you're listening. We did this for you. We want you to use the code MTMV and go to manscaped.com and get 20% off in free shipping. This new trimmer is awesome, y'all. And I want y'all to know all about it. The, and, and listen, when I say awesome, I mean, I know it's going to be awesome. We're about to get our hands on it. And I can't wait to tell you more about it once I get my hands on it. Listen, I'm hearing um, first off that it's definitely waterproof like always. Wireless charging is coming, y'all. Um, the look I'm hearing it's so sleek as two-tone matte gloss finish even features a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Man, I'm about to show that thing off loud and proud. I can't wait for you to get your hands on the thing, and here's how you do it. I need you to do this for me. Go to manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Put in the code MTMV, and you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Yes, that's 20% off of any purchase order. Don't matter how small it is or how big it is, y'all. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping if you use our code. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. What's up? What's up? It's Will Smith with Red and Bold. I'm your host, Will Smith. This is my co-host, Joe Mobley. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it. it. You know what it is. It's Red and Bold, baby. Um, We got to jump into it. I know it's been a minute. We are back. You know what I'm saying? A lot has happened um, since our last episode of Red and Bold. So um, before we jump into it, though, uh, we're going to do our uh, sponsors, and we want to thank uh, J-Mo's Barbecue, one of our sponsors. Make sure you uh, upgrade your meats. You know what I'm saying? Come on with it. it. has sauces that are available for shipping nationwide, so make yeah. sure you go to uh, www.jmosbbq.com and Please. place your order for J-Mo's Barbecue Sauce. And uh, if you're in Kansas City, go ahead and order some of that. It's about that time. It's it's time for the barbecue. It's beginning to be that season close to summertime. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, upgrade your meats, y'all. Also sponsored by Waywater Entertainment. Be sure to get the faith-based comic book legacy, a 
D shows the power of prayer, the reality of spiritual warfare, and what it looks like to be a man of God in today's culture. So be sure to check that out. We have two issues available, uh, comic book issue number one and number two. Check that out. We also have a study guide for the first issue. So check it out. Legacy AD cartoon. Website is LegacyADCartoon.Squarespace.com. We are also sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> so be sure to get that. You go. You know, hold on, hold on. If I can get it right in the camera. So this is the right. lawnmower. Oh, we see that little light that come on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You can't miss a hair, brother. No knickknacks, <laughs> no brother. No knickknacks. You know Safety. That's Safety. the lawnmower 3.0. It's the best tools for below-the-waist grooming. They also have... um. Some some body wash and hair wash that smells good. They have some deodorant for down there that help you mm. smell good, brothers. There's also um they have other products, you know. And so be sure to go ahead and invest in that, man. Be especially yes. especially our you married men out there. I'm married, you know what I'm saying? The wife would appreciate it a lot if you used Manscaped. So go to manscaped.com. Use the code MT. MV for 20% off your order plus free shipping. All right, we about to jump into it. And so, you know, we've had a lot going on. The Chiefs have, um, we all know what happened in the Super Bowl and a lot of people who are, who are really not Chiefs fans, right? Um, who may have only saw a couple or that game um, as far as the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. Of course, we had some primetime games, but a lot of people, um, perspective their perspective has been influenced by what they saw in the super bowl and they really don't know who the chiefs are you know what i'm saying we we had we had one starter on that offensive line in the super bowl and that was the center so we lost um our right tackle during the season mike rimmers filled in very nicely he did a good job at right tackle um and, uh, but when eric fisher went down in that bills game in the afc championship game that presented a whole new issue. You had, we had to shuffle our whole offensive line. Mike Rimmers had to move from right tackle, which he would play, he was playing for a majority of the season at right tackle and doing a good job. He had to go to left tackle, and then we had to put some other guys. So it just wasn't – yeah, the Bucks caught us at the right time. We've talked about that. But mm. Brett Beach said, no, 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 my friend. This shall not happen again. If you think about it, no. right, we talked about it before too with Brett Veach doing his thing. The first time in the AFC Championship game, the defense could not stop the run. They couldn't stop a cold. You right. know what I'm saying? We, but we did actually make a stop. But, you know, D4, we ain't going to get into that. We know what D4 did. But a little, little cross that. But we were so close, and we knew it was yeah. because, of, because of our defense. And Brett Veach upgraded the defense. He went out and got Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger, yeah. a.k.a. the Landlord. Went out and got uh, Clark, the Shark, Frank Clark. Went and got him. And now yeah. – we were presented with the O-line not being up to par. And what did Brett Veach do? When he got the whole Secret Service. He brought the whole Secret <laughs> Service in. We so, don't – we Secret Service. We, we, if we're not ready, I don't know who is. You, you know, know I mean, That's you the way that it is. We got the whole – we brought the whole Secret Service in. Well, let, let not, me ask the question. I'm going to let you jump into it. I'm, I'm going to ask the question that you pose. This yeah. – uh, uh, a question that Joe posed, and I, whoo, he said, do the Chiefs have the best O-line in the league now with the way we have upgraded? Do the Chiefs have the best O-line in the league, Joe? I just, to be honest, you tell me who's better. Who's better set than us, not only in the fact as, as far as 
we can debate starters right now because we have that much talent in the pool right now to honestly say that who's starting is debatable at this time in some positions. Now, some things we don't have to even discuss because we know that we brought people in that are starters. But there are a couple of positions where we're certainly deep enough on that offensive line to debate starters. One of the things that we realized last year was is that we didn't have the depth that we needed to overcome injuries, uh, unfortunately, that took place. I feel like that uh, ownership uh, took the initiative and, uh, you know, the front office, uh, Brett Veach and his team, to address that. We, you know, we, we got a little depth on the team, some flexibility, some guys that uh, can play multiple positions on that off- offensive line well now. Um, and we got a lot of – I like the mix of youth and uh, of veterans that we have. Uh, we're going to be able to bred and teach some of this young talent uh, that we have coming in. And I think that we've – you know, people that we have coming back that for whatever reason, maybe last year weren't able to to play and to really learn. Uh, it's going to be a whole new ball game. Um, I think we got to talk about the fact that, you know, one thing we got to drop in there is this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, vaccines that we have out now, as far as the pandemic are concerned, uh, seem so far to be a game changer that we have to take into consideration. Things that kept people from being able to effectively play last year due to the pandemic are um, not as much of a concern, certainly not a, the concern that they were once were to prevent people from being able to participate uh, on a regular basis. I think we're looking forward to, um, to a serious, serious season with an offensive line uh, where the sky's the limit. We don't know what we may get from this. Yeah. Um, you don't know yet. You think about it, man. The Chiefs are – that is a – area of of depth right now like we have a lot of depth on the o-line we have guys that are going to be backups who could be starters on other teams take Easy. um we signed kyle long if he returns if, like that right guard position there's going to be some competition there and then that um which uh kyle long ldt coming back who was a starter he was a starter um he started in the super bowl so right. we got the doctor coming back right kyle long then we we got trey smith out of the draft, who plays the guard position, who is a dog. I mean, yeah, just, and these guys play with the attitude. Kyle Long plays with the attitude, you know. Yep. Um, Trey Smith plays with the attitude. If you watch this footage, that boy, nasty. Lucas yeah. Nang, who will be at the, um, the – there will be competition at right tackle between Rimmers and Lucas Nyang. Yeah. Yang, Talk about the size. I mean, just I mean, the size. Bro. And they're not little. These guys are not little. These right. are some big dudes. And they can know? move. And and so you put Lucas Nang, who 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 did not allow a sack in college in his junior and senior year, though he had an injury, but he did not allow a sack when he played. So you have to have a certain mentality like, yo, you're not touching my quarterback. You're not coming through me, at least not on my side. You're not, you know what I'm saying? And then um Orlando Brown has that attitude. Lucas Nang has that attitude. Joe Tooney rarely allows a sack. I think he's allowed maybe three sacks over uh, three or four seasons. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like quality, though, man. I yeah. mean, it's the quality, though. I mean, come on. If you can't take your hat off the beach for nothing else, the, alar- the, uh, the Orlando Brown move uh, goes down, arguably. You got to put Veach in the running for, you know, GM of the year to some extent. That Orlando Brown move. And he's young. I don't know. How, how do you do that? And Who did you, he call? Yeah. 
Who did he call? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like the saying, how did he? It's, I'm like, you know, because I'm really honestly, you know, how how much did we talk about that left tackle position and the right. concern right. that we have for it? And honestly, we were getting to a point where, you know, the pickings were slim. And I'm sitting there, you know, and now we go back. I, I think about when we had our guest, guest hosts, you know, I, one of the questions that we had was, you know, can we say with confidence in beach we trust? I'm getting to a point where I'm thinking to say with very much confidence we can say, Orlando Brown, that came out of nowhere. That yeah. came out of now, nowhere. I'm almost glad that, you know what I'm saying, I think it worked out that we didn't get Trent Williams, who's a yeah. very good left tackle, but he's older. He's 33 years old. Right. Some injuries and Orlando Brown is what 25, maybe 20, you know what I'm saying? He's young, 24, 25 years old. And so mm-hmm. he's got some years left. He's a young guy. Get him a, you know what I'm saying? We definitely got to get him a, a extend his contract or get another contract in place because I think I, I don't know if he has one year left or if this is his last year on the current contract, but I know the Chiefs are definitely going to try to extend him and get him for multiple years. And, mm-hmm. so that's, and then you think about Creed Humphrey. We got a center in Austin Blythe who who has been Come a starter on, with the man. Rams. So that's yeah. a starter, but Creed Humphrey may be – that'll be a competition there. You're going to have – we're going to have the best offensive line in the league, hands down, I believe, and then we'll have quality backups to where – you know, if somebody goes out, we know that the next guy coming in is going to give us starter quality reps. You know what I'm saying? And this is where you want to play. If you're an offensive lineman, if I'm an offensive lineman, I want to be a part of this. I know that this is going to be something uh, exceptional. Um, if I'm a running back, you know, let's let's be real. Mm-hmm. What, have, what are our, our current tailbacks? dreaming about right now seeing what they were able to do last year with you know let's be honest subpar blocking to some extent now you got some nasty guys now you got guys that take this thing very personally you know and it's it's you know they don't appreciate their running backs being tagged they don't appreciate you pushing their quarterback around we probably are going to see a couple of personal fouls just because (laughs) You shouldn't have tackled him so hard. You know, it been bad. You, if you it's okay that you tackled him, that's your job. But I feel like you did it too hard. So now, you know, because of that, um, it's my job to ensure that you understand. I just think about that wall. I always think about that wall we talk about with just, you know, we start talking about all that Willie Rofe and Tate mm-hmm. and Waters and, you know, all those guys, Wegman, and, you know, it just shields – you see those guys coming around the corner. And I mean, that's intimidating. And I don't know how much of that we'll see, but I got to believe that knowing who our head coach is. Yeah, that screen that, game is coming back. Yeah. Uh, I, think it's, I think that the screen game is coming back, but I think it's also going to be one of those games when he feels like it, uh, that we are about to run this ball and – I don't know that there's anything you're going to be able to do about it. And I think that that's that to me, when you have a quarterback with the uh, ability and propensity of making large plays that Patrick Mahomes can do, that's a problem. And and it's a problem. Of course, that's a problem in any situation, but when somebody tells you, this is what I'm about to do to you and there is nothing (laughs) nothing about it, (laughs) there's nothing that you can do about it. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, I'll take the humble step. 
But I think we have an offensive line that as far as rushing, that there may be some games where we may truly be able to say this this season, this is what I'm about to do to you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And if you don't sell out, you know, you're not going to stop us. And if you sell out at the wrong time and Patrick Mahomes should so happen to catch you in that. And then um, you have to think about the, the there's an under kind of a under the radar type signing that the Chiefs had at running back in the depth now with Jarek McKinnon. He's a Jarek McKinnon is a dog. He's and a he's dog. hungry. And he's, he's hungry. hungry. He's and hungry. Behind that O line, and then you think about it, you could you could essentially line up uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire at um at wide out, and then put Jarek McKinnon in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? And then we still have mm-hmm. Darrell Williams, so we have more depth now at that running back position. So mm-hmm. yo, that's the O line. We're gonna move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, the next question that Joe had was, "Who's your favorite pick of the draft?" That was one of my questions too. Like, who is uh, um, out of the six draftees? And uh, let's see, uh, we got. I wanted to pull them up because I won't forget nobody. But I know we got for the we got Nick Bolton. Um, then we have Creed Humphrey. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Cornell Powell, mm-hmm. uh, Trey Smith, mm-hmm. Noah Gray, the tight end position. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I'm missing one. Is there one I'm missing? Let me see. I am trying to think. I for some reason did, did we did we have six or did we only have five? We I'm trying six. to make sure. We had six. Let me see. I'm about to find them right now. Hold up. So we got Nick Bolton, uh, Creed Humphrey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, I forget him. Joshua Kando out of Florida State, the edge rusher. Oh, yeah. So that's who I was yeah. missing out. So, and then we got Noah Gray. And then we have, of course, wide receiver out of Clemson, Cornell Powell. And we also mm-hmm. had offensive lineman Trey Smith out of Tennessee. Sure. And so those are our six draftees, man. I feel I feel good about all of them. Um, who is your favorite? Who is I your mean, favorite? I, I who, think- who do you think is going to make? Or my question is more specifically was not necessarily your favorite also, but – who do you think will have the most impact this season as a rookie? I think that immediately for me, it's Nick Bolton. I mean, without any hesitation, I mean, I was on, you know, here, you know, basically pleading my case for us to go after any of the linebackers or either of the linebackers that were available, you know, coming out of Seattle um and you know it's it's okay you know I mean uh, I know that they signed um you know the one I'm I can't even it's not his name always a career that guy out of Tennessee I mean no they it's the one that he was always there he's a vet uh uh, but he's not he's younger uh no the I'm talking about Seattle signed him. oh okay okay Uh, they signed yeah they signed Bobby Wagner then the other gentleman I don't know if they've been able to come into agreement with him or not to me that would be the icing on the cake if, if we were to get KJ right if we were to get KJ right I just feel like you know he he's older than Wagner uh but I do feel like he could bring something to the table as far as being able to coach up and you know uh be a be a you know a voice of of um leadership there for you know, Nick Bolton, but Nick Bolton for me, 
does it. I'm just going to lay it right there. Uh, I, I like his story. I like what he came from. Uh, I like what he stands for. Uh, uh, I see somebody who is, you know, not just playing for themselves. They have every reason to, um, you know, to be out there and to give it everything that they have. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, flat out he's young. He has an attitude problem in regards to wanting to uh, to make sure he makes his mark. And uh, when I look at his family, he's playing for his sister. He's playing to encourage his mom. He's playing to encourage his dad. Uh, he's playing to, uh, to encourage himself. And the fact that he came out of the state of Missouri and came from that school and everything that he went through, if he can bring that to the field, and, you know, and that can be molded into what we need. I, I'm just looking for somebody who can, on our defense, that besides, you know, the landlord, the rent is always due. I appreciate him, you know. But I'm looking for somebody in the middle of our defense that can cause a problem. We've always had people on the edge or down on the line. Mm. Uh, we, we've, we've always had a, a safety or two back there that were issues We've always had corners who have been developed, you know, pretty consistently do okay. I don't want to make it seem like we've, you know, just always, you know, had a number one, number two corner in the whole division or anything. But we've always had some people in those positions that can make noise. But as far as linebackers, I'm talking about true linebackers. Mm. I don't remember a linebacker that we had recently that really made much noise with the exception of Derek Johnson. And I'm just very much happy and hopeful for Nick Bolton that he will be, you know, the the next one to to make that difference here in Kansas City. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, man, you picked um, the same player that I was going to say because yeah. linebacker was pretty much our weakest position um, yeah. or, you know, uh, the most glaring weakness, uh, lack of depth, and we still yeah. lack some depth there. I mean, we signed a, a couple guys and – uh Got some undrafted free agents at the position, but we'll see. Have to see how that plays out. But I love the Nick Bolton pick, um, also because it was it was a position of need. But he's also a very good player, especially at where we got him at in the draft because he had a, a first round grade and he dropped to the second round. And um, the the fact that he's a ball, he has a nose for the ball, man. He's just a ball player, man. And he's going to, he's going to, he's going to hit you hard, man. He's, that's what we've been needing. He's a sure tackler. And we've had some linebackers that would essentially be in the play, but missed the tackle. They weren't making the tackles, man. It was so horrible. (laughs) And this guy, he's not going to miss many tackles. He is a tackler. He, he's going to hit you. He's going to make you think twice about coming to his hole. He's not going to have to worry about um, guys from the line getting up to that second level as much with the signing of Jaron Jer- Reed um, yeah. next to Chris Jones. So they're going to take yeah. up, you know, some block, some blockers. I mean, that's it. And that's personal. Yeah, I yeah. think that what we have on our defense is a group of guys that have an incentive, whether it be personal, you know, just personally, whatever their motivation might be, they know what their why is. You know, you got a group of guys that are going to remember that. But I look at these gentlemen that are here. Uh, I look at Clark, you know, when we start talking about Jones. And like you said, the addition of Jerry. You know, this is a guy, he could have went anywhere. He could have went somewhere else, man. He wanted to be here. 
And I think you look at these guys, if I'm a linebacker, I don't care if I am Neiman. If, if I'm these guys, I'm looking around, and the truth is I want to play. And you realize that if you truly want to play, if you really want to play, step you, game up, pretty, baby. Uh, you got to step <laughs> the game up, man. It can't be out here getting dusted off and ran all around, <laughs> uh, you know, and all that. Ain't nobody – we're not going to have you in there, you know, to be embarrassing us and, you know, getting – we're not we're not having it, you know. It's it's a different role. We came we came to win. And I think that the league, you have a number of teams that are preparing themselves uh to to pursue uh Super Bowl runs and, and teams that believe that, you know, if the if the cards should happen to fall their way, that they can do it. Don't get me wrong. I think that that's what happened for Tampa Bay, you know, last year. The cards fell their way and, and I think that they know it. But I also think that Tampa Bay is smart enough to know that if they see us again this year, this is not the same show. This mm-hmm. is not remote. This is not a rerun. This is not run them back. Uh, <laughs> this is not. This is not time. Take it back, baby. Hashtag take it back. Yeah, it's a, it, I I hope and pray that things remain as they are. But I don't see any reason why we can't make a um, a valid run at another Super Bowl appearance. I think it should be very much possible and certainly has to be the team's goal. Yeah, I definitely think we'll get that number one seed again, man. I don't see – I mean, as long as the, we're healthy, you know, and um, can can stay away from key injuries, you know, I feel like – and then we have pretty much some good depth along majority of the positions. Yeah. So, I feel like, yo, we're going to be there, man. I feel like – I don't think it's going to come down to the last game or two of the season. I feel like the Chiefs will probably have it. They should have it wrapped up about game 15, 16, probably, you know. But this is the NFL. You know, other people want it. They got to eat, too. And so it's going to be uh, people going to be coming after us. But I think this offense will potentially be one of the yeah. best offenses historically. I mean, to- you, got, you got your wide receivers that, you know, I guess for whatever reason – many feel are worth significant amounts of discussions and feel that maybe we should have made some bigger splashes in free agency for upgrades to different positions. But I find it to be actually disrespectful and hopefully motivational to your Tyreek Hills, you know, to these guys that are your number number twos or your number threes or whatever the case might be. You know, I think they, they sleep have on Antonio, too. man. They sleep on Antonio Callaway, man. That 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 guy's yo, yeah. and then uh Cornell Powell. This is yeah. yo, I so think we'll be a, okay. He's a big guy, man. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. that we'll be okay. I, I still truly believe this that you have some quarterbacks that are making uh capable of making number twos and number threes look like number ones. Mm-hmm. And uh they Mahomes will one of those. Yeah, Mahomes Mahomes is one of those. And that's why you pay him a half billion dollars. That's why you did it. You right. did it because of that. Yeah. Let's go to the next one, man. So, third question is, what is your biggest concerns or what are the biggest concerns left to address for the Chiefs? What are the biggest concerns left to address? You know, I think that for me, I think that we touched on a lot of things, but I do also, I agree with you that I think if anything, we start to talk about depth. Um, If I was concerned about any specific position left, 
in my opinion, that I feel like mm, I'd like to see us do a little bit more, a little bit of maybe our cornerbacks. Maybe our no, cornerbacks. We, are, we are on the same wavelength tonight, yeah, bro. I'm, bro. I'm at the same, kind of same you know, answer. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's not, and I'm not like, I'm not like just terrified mm-hmm. or anything of that nature because, quite frankly, I feel like that it's kind of the same way with defensive lines and defensive linemen. If if your defensive line is impactful enough, they have a tendency to make cornerbacks who maybe aren't necessarily starters on every team maybe look a little bit better than they than they really are, you know. But I still feel like we got some decent guys around there. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep everybody. For some reason, I, I think we – I don't know if we've been able to come in agreement with Breland yet. Yeah, uh, we need to resign. Know. If they can re- resign Bashad Breland, man, that'll yeah. – I feel – I mean, I'm confident now because we could line up today with the cornerbacks that we have, and I feel yeah. I would be cool with it because we have Jarius Sneed. He's he going to be a starter. Charverius yeah. Ward. Uh, yeah. People forget about DeAndre Baker. Who, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rashad Fenton. I don't, people are so asleep on Rashad Fenton and, and right. the way this young man plays. He plays hard, man. He's dude is he's just a ball. He's tough. He's a tough yeah. guy. Um, he plays physical. He's a very physical uh defensive back, and he's he's underrated and undervalued, I feel, um, at the position. And people that outside of KC don't know about Rashad Fenton, like he made, he contributed his rookie season and helped us win that Super Bowl and made some plays, you know what I'm saying, on the yeah, ball. So I feel like yeah. we could line up right now. I'm not sure about Bo P. Keys. I haven't seen enough of him yeah. to, to kind of know where he's at. But those four right there, Fenton, Sneed, mm. Ward, and Baker. And then Solid. if we're able to bring back Rashad Breland, yeah. then that shores up your cornerbacks, you know, yeah. barring an injury or whatever. So. Yeah. I think it's different too when you have the linebackers that we're talking about this year who are, you know, a, a bit more able to run. I don't want to make it seem like we got just track stars back there. And I don't even want to put that on Nick Bolton like that. But I do think about it at the end of the day that, like you said, you're talking about somebody who's going to find the ball. And, uh, and, and you know, you need that. And, and I still, you know, I think he's going to find the ball with a little bit more speed than what we're used to seeing. And I think that because of that, that's a significant upgrade and support for your secondary. Uh, I think that your safeties appreciate that. And I also think your corners appreciate that when they know that, uh, you know, coming across the middle of the field here is not what it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you, you could find yourself drinking through a straw for the next couple of weeks. If you come across the middle of the field here, that's not been the case at all here in Kansas city uh, for a long time. You run across Derek Johnson in his heyday. If you want to, I don't know if that's a good idea, you know, and then uh, it'll work out for you. Yeah, for sure. And then we got to look at, um, there's some undrafted free agents that the Chiefs signed. I kind of like that guy. I watched some of um, DiCaprio Boodle out of Nebraska cornerback. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. And that, well, every time, well, at least in the highlights from what I saw, because um, you very rarely, they don't show low lights, the play uh-huh. they don't make. But on his highlights, he was always in the hip pocket of a receiver. He was never, I never saw him beaten badly at all. He was always right there making the play on the ball, right there with the receiver. And this, and I saw him line up against like top talent um, in the in the Big Ten. And so, and I, and I think they played against a, a SEC team or two. And so, and he was, he was giving some guy a business who was a top, a top pick. I can't remember 
who it was, but he was he was holding his own. So I, I think Boodle could possibly uh, make the team and make a contribution. He's an undrafted free agent. Um, I haven't. They say that the guy Zane Anderson, linebacker out of BYU, is like a Dan Sorensen type, another Dan Sor- Dirty Dan. So then uh, we got a Malik Heron out of Georgia, D. End. I haven't watched his footage yet, but I mean, we, I feel like yeah. we probably, you know, Veach is a good evaluator. We got some good scouts, so I, I feel like some, there may be some undrafted free agents that may show up and make some contributions and make the team Man, that we just don't yeah. know about yet. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what that's that's the name of the game is. I think that we don't know what we may have in some of those undrafted free agents, those diamonds in the roughs mm-hmm. that Veach just seems to somehow find. Again, the Orlando Brown move in and of itself was brilliant, and that's what normally gets us excited when we see something like that from the perspective of the front office. But let's be honest, how many times have we seen Veach and his staff bring somebody in here who, you know, we didn't even, let's be honest, how many of us really knew who Legereus Sneed was? You know, he I mean. Ward, when we brought him in, he wasn't right. a draft pick, but Charberry's Ward, when we first got him. Yeah, any of them. I'm just saying, but how many of us really even, you know, gave these guys a lot of like, oh, you know. No, I mean, these, you know, you start talking about Ward, you start talking about Sneed. I mean, these aren't guys to laugh at, I mean, or anything. They're going to line up. They're going to give you a, a valiant effort, and they're going to do your job. And if you make a mistake as a quarterback, um, there's a chance they're going to make you pay. You know, and I, I think that you can appreciate that. Again, you've got your you got your quality back there. I, I like what we bring in when you start talking about guys like Sorensen. I call it, those are like your cleanup guys. To me, those are those are mm. those are those are your trash mm. men. Those are your guys that are going to hone in on those opportunities that the average person may not see. And though they may not have the physical skills to necessarily be your top coverage man, mm-hmm. they are the people that can place uh, their bodies and contort their bodies to do what we see Sorensen do all the time, putting his, you know, his body in the right place at the right time that, you know, I don't know, maybe one in a million people could do, you know, he figures out how to get his helmet right there on the ball in the legal position so that things happen. I like, I like the nature of our, uh, of our, of our team and the way it's painted. And I just still think that the best is yet to come. Like I said, uh, I think if you want to, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, if you want to go to the Super Bowl, you got to come through Kansas City, especially if you're in the AFC. Yeah. And I still think at the end of the day, if you want to win the Super Bowl, we starting to get to a point where we got where you got to say is you got to face Kansas City. Yeah. I think yeah. you're getting there. You know? And um, I'll tell you what Dirty Dan is. Dirty Dan. Yeah. He's like a complimentary dish. Like when I mean, you know you got the bob, you got the ribs. He's like the mac and cheese or the potato salad. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it just complements the meal so well. So that's what he is. He's not a main dish, but he's a no. very good complimentary dish. Yeah. You got to have him. You got you, you got to have you you got to have him, you know, kind of like catfish and husk puppies. Ooh, and he's the husk puppy. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's I'm just saying different stuff like that. Like, you know, I mean, I'm just saying you, he, I get what you're saying. It's not, it's not like you said, it's not necessarily 
that he's a main dish. You're not going out. You're not going to break the bank on him. Uh, <laughs> but you you might spend the extra dollar two on the side that you don't throw them don't in there. Them hush puppies yeah, be good. You know, please, what I'm hey, hey <laughs> little extra crispy fries or you know, well done. Or that po' boy. I'm. Oh, I'm not gonna be quiet. I'm not. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So the the last question we have for the, for our show today is, um, they just released the schedule. The whole schedule is out. We mm-hmm. know who's playing. Of course, we already know who's playing who, but we didn't know when, what time, where at, and um, the Chiefs' full schedule is out. And there's some good games on there. So we got five prime time games, a few late late afternoon games. It started four twenty five Eastern time, my time, three twenty five your time. And so uh mm-hmm. which game are you most looking forward to? Like what's the biggest game you think is on our schedule? You know, for me, I think that anytime you get an opportunity to play against, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or somebody of that magnitude. I like that we're playing Green Bay. Now we don't I know if be there. I say that lightly, right? Because <laughs> we don't know we don't know if he's going to be there. I I do think that I think that ultimately if he's not there, then then where will he be? I mean, but we have a number of games. You know, you gotta appreciate uh you gotta appreciate playing against Cleveland. They didn't just lay down last year. Uh, the, which the Ravens. one? Hold yeah. on. Which one? If you got to pick one, mm-hmm. one game. Like I gotta see this game. I gotta see us play the Ravens. The Ravens. I gotta see us play the Ravens. I gotta. I gotta see us play the Ravens. Uh, one reason being is just because one of my buddies is is he's from Kansas City, but he's out of control. Well, he's not from Kansas City. Actually, he's from Baltimore. It don't make no difference. He lives in Kansas City. Yeah, I really, you know, he's a yeah, but I mean, he's a Raven Ravens fan, and it just, I just got to, it just, it makes me feel better when I have, when he had to watch us, you know, do what we've been doing to the Ravens. I don't see any reason why it should change this time. So, you know, just Daryl Clapp, I'm talking to you. I'm sorry. I had to come <laughs> on now and say, you, Ravens get on my nerve. I hope that we just pulverize the Ravens, you know, but I am looking forward to that game just because of some of the adjustments that they've made. And if Sammy Watkins doesn't have a hangnail or an ingrown toenail to mm. keep him from playing, I would like to see what's going on. Maybe he'll be off the walker by the time, if you he know, plays, he play that game. If he plays, well, I you bet know, you he fumbles. Well, I'm just telling you that he injured himself signing the contract is what I was told. <laughs> All jokes aside, that man is the most injury-prone individual I've ever met in my life. But I'm looking forward to that game just because I, I believe that I believe that Baltimore thinks that they've made some of the adjustments that they need to make. But then you turn around, we got Orlando Brown now, which who's – I don't – did y'all – who y'all got? Who's – who is in there? I don't know. Maybe y'all had somebody we didn't know about. All I know is I'm looking forward to that one. Now they got um they signed Stanley at left tackle, who's a he's a very good tackle, and uh, I think he ended up getting injured, but he was their regular starting left tackle, and Orlando Brown was at right. Then they moved Orlando to left, I believe. And so mm-hmm. they say uh, Stanley's a better left tackle than Orlando Brown. They wanted Orlando Brown to play right, and he didn't want to play right, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's why I really love the Orlando Brown signing because he like, you know, as for his father, he's, 
We're giving him the opportunity to play left tackle. He's going to ball out. So my game is, I would have to say, it's the Bills. Sunday night football, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time on NBC, October 10th. I'm looking forward to that game because I'm tired. They keep talking about trying to say that, you know, Josh Allen is there on the same level with my – I mean, we didn't we just show him in the in the uh, AFC Championship game what it was? Did we not show him? Did they not – did the Bills not get blown out? And so I, I don't know. I don't know who said it, and I don't know why. But we should something. We should just stop. Just stop it. I want them to stop it right now. Stop trying to put him in the conversation with, with, Mahomes. with Patrick Mahomes. It's not necessary. I mean, you played a decent game. I'm not mad at you or anything. But everybody has to face the Secret Service offensive line now. Everybody has to face the upgrades that we've made all around the team. And we've made some upgrades. There's reasons for us to, as Chiefs fans, be excited and reasons for others who are fans of other teams to be concerned. And the Bills should be concerned. I, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> I, I just I just want them to stop. I, I, I want to oh, look man. at that, but I just I just want them to stop. Just stop it. It's not say- even <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. It's like it wasn't even. It wasn't close. It wasn't close. Either game wasn't close. The first game we dominated y'all in the rain with the run game. Second game, Mahomes was just on fire. Did whatever he wanted to do offensively. It wasn't. It wasn't. Sorry. I mean, it's it different. It's different. I just think maybe maybe it's wishful thinking on our part to some extent to be presumptuous and think that the offensive line will find cohesiveness and all of that that fast, and that they'll find their chemistry and their rhythm. But this is my thing is just that, again, you don't go to the extent that we saw Veach go to and the front office go to to bring this, uh, bring this group of men together to be able to do what I think we're going to be able to do. And the stuff that teams didn't have to deal with, you, you didn't really have to worry about us just running the ball down your throat. You didn't have to worry about the fact that you might not be able to get the penetration and pressure on Mahomes that you were hoping to. I mean, Mahomes is going to be Mahomes, so healthy, he's a problem under pressure. But things that you didn't have to concern yourself with for, let's say, what, the last two, three years – there are things that you definitely have to concern yourself with. I just don't see people being able to really get after our offensive line um, like they used to. And because of that, now your defensive scheme has to, has to change. I mean, and if it doesn't, as Mahomes adjusts to having the level of protection and talent that we will have in front of him this year, uh, and the plays are able to be audible and different things, different opportunities. I don't need some teams. I just just stop it. And, stop and it. even though stop, it. and even though he's going to have essentially, we, you know, on paper our line is like whoa. Yeah. Essentially, he's going to have more time to pass the ball. And um, but the thing is, Mahomes, you know, he looks at his footage. I love that he's always self-examining himself. Yep. Um, or he does self-examination, so to speak, and, and looks at his game and critiques his own game and sees that, you know what, there were some plays I left out there. I could have took the shorter route instead of trying to – because he was trying to, you know, throw the deep ball. But if he starts being surgical and taking those short routes uh, where guys can, you know, get that yard after the catch, those yards after the catch, that yak, 
and just check down and just take the first down and give yeah. what the give what the defenses give him, and they're gonna have to. It's gonna be a long day for a lot of defenses. I mean, <laughs> this is rough. This is rough going because what you are talking about are guys who, let's be honest, maybe I took the sharp pass, but I took the sharp pass with the guy that. Yards after the catch may mean six, depending on where he caught the ball at mm-hmm. in stride. Does in he have stride. a little block of support? There's a whole there's a whole different level. And I think we're talking about somebody who, what was it, just a season or two ago, I think he admitted that, you know, I understood how to read defenses, but now I kind of really am starting to understand. We're talking about a guy that said that the season before he won the Super Bowl. Uh, and now we're talking about a guy who's been to the Super Bowl, you know, two years in a row. And I just, you know, again, my sincere prayer and hope is that everybody can remain healthy so that we can compete. Right, and right, I think right. everybody wants to be entertained. I, I, I want to be entertained and right. I, I don't have any problem admitting that I'm I'm praying that these guys stay healthy and uh, can do something amazing, something that we haven't seen before. Uh, all right, even if we have seen it before, we haven't seen it in so long, it'll be like it's brand new. An honorable mention for me. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it also is that Cleveland Brown game. OBJ will be back. And then I'm so tired of Cleveland fans acting like the game was really – it was close, but we know why it was close. Because Mahomes went out the game and you still couldn't beat – they had every opportunity to beat the Chiefs. With Chad Henney. We had a few drives. We I think we had a whole second half, almost a whole second half with Chad Henney, and y'all y'all couldn't come back and be <laughs> But you know what? I'm gonna say this too. What I what else I can appreciate that we also did. I I don't think I'm mistaken, but I think that we made a move to bring in uh a quarterback or two uh that, that may be a little bit better than what we had as far as backups or have the potential to be a little bit better as far as what we had as backups. I do want to say that I think that that, that, that may also be something we kind of need to just jump back on a little bit. I know we talked about the corners, but I also feel like, you know, uh, you know, in Henny, we trust, you know, uh, you know, I was a little nervous a couple of times, appreciate the effort that he made when he made the efforts that he made, but uh, we can make sure we got a little bit more help for Mahomes there too. I, I that's just well, my ho- thought hopefully process. Hopefully, we don't get to that you point know. where where our backup yeah. has to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Unless it's like the last not. game of the season and it don't matter. That's the only time yeah. I want to see Mahomes on the bench. So, well, that's what yeah. we got today, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in. We are going to um get to these shout outs, man. Um, man. on to the shout outs. Don't forget though. Make sure you check out the JMO's Barbecue uh, again, sponsored by Waywater Entertainment and Manscaped. Shout outs. Who are your shout outs, Joe? Uh, I'm taking a look. Got my friend Ben. You know, my thing is really uh, Barks Red Cream Soda right now. And I just really, really, uh, really, really enjoy Barks Red Cream Soda. I mean, it's it's on a whole different level for me. I'm sure everybody has their their beverage of choice. Uh, but for me, um, I love Barks Red Cream Soda. And, and what we're really talking about here is uh, my friend Ben actually has a store here. It's called the Louisiana Pantry. It's a family-owned grocery store. And I'm just going to go ahead, if I can, 
and just uh, put that out there for you. That's going to be louisianapantry.com. Again, that's louisianapantry.com. Uh, those things that maybe you're looking for in your city or in the town that you live in uh, that you just can't readily get your hands on, you might take a look there and see if uh, you can't work with them to get it shipped to you. Uh, we can't readily find Barks Red Cream Soda around here like we used to, uh, but Ben was able to help me out. So louisianapantry.com. Again, always shouting out Double uh, Back Z. Uh, they're on 39th here in KC. And then also uh, don't be afraid to uh, patron uh, your loot feast there in Shining Mission uh, if you are able to. Hold on tight to that. We got a lot of good things going on, but those are my shout-outs for the week. Those are my people. If you would, show them some love. Cool, cool. Well, at that Louisiana Pantry, does he carry the Barks Red Cream Soda there? I mean, he does carry the Barks Red Cream Soda. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, I just talked to Ben. I got a couple of cases on the way. I'm not saying that my wife is going to be happy about the fact that I have some (laughs) on the way. But, you know... (laughs) Maybe by the time she gets to see this broadcast, it'll already be here. So don't say I didn't tell you, dear. All right. So my shout outs is you silly. My shout outs is um if you are in the Atlanta area, uh or even like the Powder Springs, of course Atlanta metro area, you're looking for a good boxing gym, check out my guy Adrian Russell at Artillery Boxing. Um, man, he's doing a great job with uh, a lot of young guys, um, young to teenagers to older um he's a good boxing coach love the gym so check out artillery boxing it's in powder springs um i believe the website address is artilleryboxing.com i'll make sure to put it you know at the bottom down here down there just you know yeah down there and then read across like that you know so artillery boxing adrian russell check him out of course also want to shout out Again, Bernard's Pole Boys. Mm, mm. Oh, if you are in the um, Marietta area, I think I said Austell one time, but it's in Marietta, very near Austell, you know, not far from there. Um, definitely get you some Bernard's Pole Boys in the Atlanta area. It's worth it. Mm, shrimp, the shrimp Pole Boy, got the tilapia, got some, now they got some, um, some pasta. Uh, I think the gumbo has gone away. They they got this pasta now, and I haven't tasted the pasta yet, but I'm definitely going to jump on that. But check out Bernard's yeah, Pobars. Really? What do you mean the gumbo just fade off the menu? Well, it's it's. Know. I think it's like a seasonal thing they have or something. I forgot. Um, I told them not to do it. Man, that gumbo was so fire, bro. I'm telling you. But uh, yeah. so I got to taste the pasta. I got to taste the pasta. Bernard'sPobars.com. Check them out. Also, again, check out my man. You know, you got J Mo's and KC. Check out my man, Greedy Man's Barbecue down here in Atlanta. He is in Jonesboro, Georgia. Greedy Man's Barbecue. That's greedymansbbq.com. Check it out. Uh, I got, I got one more. I got one more. My well, let man, me finish my shout out. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. Excuse me. Oh, uh, my last shout out. Hey, if you're looking for a vehicle. And you're in Kansas City. Check out Cash Cars KC. My God, uh, Daz. Everybody knows him as Daz. We used to roll around back in the day. That's my guy, my big bro. We used to roll around in his suburban and had Daz Entertainment on it. And he'd be 
and like 15s in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You can you yeah. can come around yeah. the block. Yo, check out Cash Cars KC. You need a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? You getting that uh that, that income tax return if you just filed like I we just filed today. We we know you know they extended it to May 17th if y'all don't know. But um, you know, go get you a ride if you need just a little something get you from point A to point B. Go to Cash Cars KC and get you a ride. Holler at my guy Daz. Tell him Will Smith sent you. And uh, go yeah. ahead, go ahead and get your shout out in. Okay, this is just one more. Two, actually, it's two, but the last one, me and you sharing. I know we sharing. We sharing. We're gonna share, we're gonna share this last one. I know. All we right, are. all right. Above man. my my man, my man, Kerm uh, Bashir, uh, specialty knives, man. I mean, this guy, man, he puts it together. You know, one thing you need in this barbecue business is to make sure you can take care and trim stuff up. I mean, this guy's putting together some some real, real, uh, real, real nice stuff. Uh, it's uh, Vulcan and Smith and Company. Again, his name is Kern Bashir. I'm going to throw his information up actually on my website just to uh, share that. So you'll be able to find that uh, link for him at www.jmosbbq.com. And then lastly, well, what do you know about these specialty jellies that Kathy is putting together? Have you heard anything about that? What do you oh. know about these? Did you know about that, bro? I didn't mean the, the jams and the jellies. The jams. Yeah, the jams I and the, the jellies. got the name of them. They actually, uh, yeah. Because oh. she was, I mean, I was excited. I, she kind of, you know, I, I looked up and I was trying to figure out, I said, well, what's, you know, what's really going on? Because she never, nobody ever said anything to me about these things. And, you know, and I really, uh, you know, I appreciate, you know, good jams and jellies, but I need to get that information out there. Maybe we can throw that in here some way, somehow. We'll find find that website. But uh Kathy's we'll special it. uh jams and jellies, she's got a she just had a um just had an article in the pitch weekly. Uh she's got some she's real back there in Kansas City now, isn't she? Yeah, she's got some real she's got some real uh special spins on these jams and jellies. And uh, you know, quite frankly, I I'd like to have some, Kathy, and I'm going to send you this. Um, and I'd like to make sure that, you know, maybe we have some of those specialty jams and jellies on our next show. I'd be happy to flash that jams and jelly. And matter of fact, I'm going to send you specifically what I want. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. All right. Cool. Yeah. Kathy. Uh, dang. What's her new last name? She's married. Oh, <laughs> we, get, we, we, we try real hard She's to been make married sure for some years. I met her. Hey, her husband is a very nice guy, man. He's very cool. Yeah. A basketball yeah. player. He plays overseas. He's a hooper. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's wow. a baller, man. He's a baller. Tall guy, too. He's real cool. They came to my, um, they came to my, was it my 40th birthday party? Yeah, really? it was my 40th birthday party. And, you know, I was kind of unveiling my, my legacy AD. I had some posters and stuff, and they showed support. And so, uh, love you, Kathy and, and hubby. You yeah, know what I'm mean, saying? Appreciate y'all. Can I have a poster? I mean, can I get a poster? I would like a poster. I'm in my man cave right now, and I would like a poster. Yeah, you got to order one like Arthur did. <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, he don't get to do him. Nobody. Don't, I ain't, man. Look. You got to order one. You, you know, okay, we're, okay, I guess I just go to the website and just order <laughs> my poster. I'm going to order, guess what? You order a poster, and I order some, some J-Mo sauce. Wonderful. And then I can hold it up, be like, "Yo, I got my JMO sauce." You know, I I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna send him the sauce. I'm gonna send him the sauce. I'm gonna order my poster. I'm gonna order my poster. I'm gonna order my because I support Legacy AD. You know, I'm I support JMO. So you I know appreciate you. All right, that's it for the shout outs, y'all. We about to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all tuning in to Red and Bold. You know what I'm saying? We will be back. Of course, you you know it's um 
it's kind of that 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 season where not not much is going on. This was the next biggest thing was a schedule release, and so pretty soon they'll be starting OTAs, and then they'll have the pre. I look, definitely look forward to preseason. You know what I'm saying? Um, just to see some football, you know. So Man. and to look at the backups that, that the Chiefs are going to have. You know those guys that are trying to make the team. So um, we we yeah. love y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Red and bold. Make sure y'all Blessings, follow us on Twitter man. at Red yeah. and Bold. You know, saying we be tweeting. Tweet, 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 tweet. But anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. We Don't forget about MTMV Sports, y'all. Make sure y'all uh, go to at MTMV Sports Podcast and uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, we right. um, Be sure to check the Huddle Up out every Monday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Facebook. A wonderful uh, debate show yeah. where we have a lot of uh, um, MTMV uh, sports correspondents. We're on there talking about from basketball, MMA, football, a little bit of everything. So, college football. Follow MTMV Sports, y'all. Ready, boat. Holla. Love y'all. We out for the second time. We gone. All right. <laughs>